gives them nothing but take from them everything. This is Alistair Sin of the band From Hell, and you are listening to the Metal Hand of God podcast. And welcome back to the MHOG podcast, the only podcast where there's three hosts, but only two show up. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host Wayne. And, yes, you are, and you are my friend, the legendary Cuddle Bear. That's right, you are. You are the legendary Cuddle Bear. Um, but Rome has not joined us today because, unfortunately, his boss is a dick. And That's right. The rum guy should kick him in the nuts. I agree. What was the <laughs> 1940s guy is coming back today? Really, more. This is more of a 20s accent, but <laughs> whichever, sure. whichever, whichever. Uh, <laughs> And today we have a special guest on on the line with us, uh, Mr. Alistair Sin from the band From Hell. What's up, dude? Good evening. How are you guys today? We're good. We're just we're just dandy. You know, long day. Come here. And now did we're you just use the word dandy? I, well, dude, you're talking like a 1920s dude. Of course, I used the I word dandy. I was just doing the intro. I was about to say peachy keen and shit too. Uh, yeah. Once again, you are in the wrong era, sir. <laughs> whatever, man. Whatever. In my day, a dandy was something quite different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever, um, you dumbass. <laughs> so, thank you, Alistair Sin, for coming on our show. You are part of a, a quartet, as I understand it. Um, yes. And uh, y'all do a, a very different kind of, of uh, album, or it's, I guess, uh, conceptual would be the word. Uh, yes, yes, that's cool. I'm glad you think it's a little different than everything else that's out there. Um, yeah, this album that we just put out is a concept album. It's, uh, I, I tried to take a, a slightly different approach, uh, when I put this record together and, um, my, my biggest influence is probably King Diamond, who's always done, done concept albums. And so I wanted to think about how I could make this concept album a little bit different um, and so I wanted to put something in between every single song. And, uh, and so when you start it, it goes from the beginning all the way to the end without stopping. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely because when I, I, I listened to the entire record on the way home, I mean, the way to work this morning and, uh, yeah, man, it was, it's continue the whole thing just feeds right into each other and it blends perfect and everything's great, man. I really enjoyed it. Now the name of the album is ascent from hell. Yes. Yes. And um, so uh, I'm looking at the liner, and there's four of you, but there's six characters. So uh, d- do each of you play a character? No, actually, I I play all the characters. Oh, okay. So the other guys, uh, they play the music. That's that that takes enough of their attention. <laughs> right on. So <laughs> that's awesome. You, though. you get all the fun. Well, I get part of it. I also have other people who are. So while the lyrics are going, uh, I sing all the lyrics, and uh, but then when we play live, I do plan to have uh, a couple of uh, actors come out on stage to uh, fill in these little these little uh, soundscape these gaps that are in, in between the songs, Sweet. and uh, they're going to be uh, 
zombie girls. Girls dressed in lace with corpse paint and blood smear all over them. Yes, I did see some of that on, on some of those YouTube videos out there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It, it, looked, it looked really fun. <laughs> will, it, will it be their own blood or someone else's? Oh, someone else's, of course. Oh, okay, you don't want to hurt the you don't want to hurt the zombie girls. God, no, no, women you? women supply their own blood. Well, that's true. <laughs> that is true. They do. <laughs> this isn't Watine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't smell bad. I do like my girls to be dead hot and sexy, Larry, but not smelly. I I, I appreciate that. That is a, that is a that is a uh, good quality. You hear that, ladies? Dead, not smelly. Just remember. <laughs> Dead hot and sexy. Yeah, is that where the term "dead sexy" comes from? That's Was possible. it? Is it literal? I didn't. I didn't realize. It is possible. For some people. Yeah, you know. So, but um, <laughs> you guys have lots of gravestones out there, yes? Yes, lots we do. Of, uh, we have tombs and all. Oh, I don't have one shows. yet. Thankfully, <laughs> maybe not you personally, <laughs> but there are many in the area. Yes. Yeah. I've well, been to New Orleans at least once. Well, yes and no. Um. <sighs> There are a certain amount of tombs in in central New Orleans, but for the poor folk, uh, we have a lot of mausoleums. Yeah, they like, do. The, they do the mausoleum, or uh, you get a hole in the ground with a big piece of concrete on top of it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what they bury people here. Oh, like like Broad Street or something. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever you know. But yeah, my 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 grandparents are kind of like in buried in a wall. Oh, y'all have you have a yeah. My grandfather, my grandmother is my grandfather is not yet. Okay, I'm yeah. sure he will be well, that's, soon. That's that's interesting. Cool. It's different everywhere, isn't it? Well, it it has to do with the um the the fact that uh, we're all on swampland, right? Like right. The, the water table is really high. Sure, yeah. wash everybody away. Pretty much, it, and it's it's kind of weird because like if it if it floods out here like really bad, like the uh, the 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 coffins will float up. Right. That's supposedly where the term six feet under comes from was like the, you have to bury it a certain depth because of the, the rain. Otherwise, they'll pop. Yes, I've, I've heard of that. It's pretty weird. But anyway, I think that's where the original vampires or one of the vampire legends comes from. Exactly oh, really? that six feet under. Oh, no shit. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. See, I always preferred to believe that Vlad the Impaler was just such a bad motherfucker that people just. <laughs> well, he was. He's He's another. He's another legend in the vampire and the vampire kind of thing oh, going on. But oh, yeah, dude. he certainly had his part that just scared the shit out of everyone. I mean, I mean, he's got, you know, pikes outside of his house with people's like entrails and stuff just stuck on it to rot for the rest of their. There you yeah, go. You know? Where's that metal album? Yeah. <laughs> stuck on to rot. <laughs> Sounds like a death album. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, definitely. So uh, how did From Hell come together? Well, I put From Hell together many years ago, probably back in like 2007 or 2008, after uh, my last band, Down Factor, uh, came to an end. Uh, Down Factor was really social and political. It was kind of my political soapbox. I'd get up there and bitch and scream about the president and politics and all that. And I just, I got really sick of it. And it just wasn't, I found it wasn't doing anything for me as a musician. And so... I wanted to put together a new uh, band that that uh, focused on concept stories, so that you know one each song was linked to just one idea, and then um, and whenever I would listen to I, the idea came from listening to King Diamond records, because I noticed right. that when I listened to a King Diamond song, 
whatever song from whatever album, I am, am immediately into that story when I hear that song. Yeah. And the music seems to have its own kind of life and its own kind of part of the story as well. Yeah, it's a complete character on its own. Yeah, so, so uh, I wanted to do that instead of just writing a bunch of songs about random this, random that, and political this, political that, because nobody was listening to politics anyway. You know, it's, you know, nobody gives a shit. So um, I would rather ha you know, tell horror stories and have people kind of get into each song and each story and, and really kind of you know, be into that instead of getting pissed off at something that's going on in the world that that few of us have the ability to, to actually change anyway. So <laughs> I'd rather have a great time telling horror stories that people can just dig into and enjoy and just enjoy the music. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, because I, I was kind of like the, the whole, you were talking about political and stuff like that. It was it, was, it kind of got overdid with, with Rage Against the Machine and all that other stuff. And I just got so fed up with it. You're right. People just don't want to hear it anymore. They don't really well, care. You, you know, the sad thing is, is it's all really important. And, you know, bands like Rage Against the Machine and Lamb of God, you know, they definitely step up there and say things that need to be said. But again, you know, unfortunately, there just isn't a whole lot that many of us can do about it. Right. And, and, and so, so it's, you know, I, I want to do something more uh, creative uh, with music than, than that. Than where that was leading me, so right. You want to have more fun with your creativity. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, you don't have dead hot zombie girls in politics. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could if you were a Kennedy. They're not that zombies, great. but they were hot and they were dead. You know, they're definitely dead. They weren't zombies. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, whatever. <laughs> Ruling. That was great. <laughs> but. But yeah, man, I really, I, like I told you, I really enjoy the record, man. I like um, the song "Soul Crusher" was probably the one that stuck out to me the most. It's one of my favorites so far. Oh, cool, cool. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, Wayne was was saying because I'm not uh, nearly as fluent in metal as him, but but it, it, I understood uh, how your sound is a little bit more of a throwback to. Like the old school thrash sound, and it's really it. I really caught me, and I really enjoyed the hell out of it. You know. Oh, cool. That's what I. You know, I it, it, the bands. Most of the bands that are coming out nowadays are they have that breakdown and that uh, obnoxious chug every now and then. It just there's nothing there, right. and and it, not many bands do the old school thrash sound anymore. And and I think that's just it was just awesome. I enjoyed cool. it. Yeah, I tried to take a kind of a different approach. Um, <clears throat> you know, Down Factor was very much into that, into the, we were tuned to C-sharp, you know, playing. Mm -hmm. It was thrash. It was pretty fast, very syncopated. It was really based on a lot of Fear Factory, Sepultura, right. Machine Head kind of stuff, which was cool. Um, this stuff, when I sat down to write it, I, I tried to dig into all of my influences from everything I've ever listened to. So I, I actually listened to a lot of horror movie music. Um, I love the soundtracks, the you know the weird, creepy stuff oh, yeah. going on, just the the dark orchestral movements. So I really tried to use a lot of the old school metal that I that I I you know grew up on. Um, I tried to. I wasn't so much worried about whether or not DJs were going to play the music. Right. Um, you know, I I sat down to write really epic songs, and I just wanted to write stuff that. It's a song. It's a really long song. You're going to sit here and listen to it for a while. It's going to take, you know, a while to to develop. 
And that was really part of the point, is that each, you know, the music, you know, each song would tell its part of the story. And so, you know, there wasn't any, any need to rush anything. You know, I didn't need to go 230 beats per minute to play the stuff. And, you know, the song has its fast parts and its slow parts. Right. And it it kind of ebbs and flows like, like uh, a piece of, uh, uh, you know, a symphonic work or something like that. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to you know, add a bunch of, uh, I had the idea of bringing in a choir to sing over part of the record. So there's four songs on there with a choir. I had uh, 22 people come in and sing some oohs and ahs for me. Wow. <laughs> and, and I tell you, that was, that was pretty amazing. That's a lot of work, dude. That's, it really is. Because I, oh. I've, I've you know, sang in metal bands for 15 years and, and put making a record just me singing and doing all the, you know, I did all the, the backing tracks and mostly everything myself. I had, I had one of my, ba- my bass player, he would do some of the stuff, but I did most of all other vocals. I know it would take forever, you know? I mean, like one song would take me like six to seven hours to do, and it's like a three-minute, four-minute song. Sure, sure. You, you know, with the backing tracks and all that stuff. So I can only imagine, you know, getting an entire choir to fucking <laughs> come in there and do tracks. Jesus yeah, it was it was really cool. It was when I walked into the studio, and there were twenty five people in the room <laughs> holding sheet music of something I'd written. That really kind of blew my mind. That was like, wow. You're like this. That is was a awesome. really, really, really cool moment for me. <laughs> yeah, you're like this is so cool, man. Look, I wrote that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, it, it blew my mind. I, it took me a minute to kind of come to grips and then get in there and get the work done. But uh, they did a great job, and I'm really happy. That's awesome. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, we also had, um, so I had Paul Bostaff from Slayer play drums on the record. Right. And I had uh, Damien Sisson, who unfortunately could not make it tonight. He was going to join us, but uh, he got detained uh, at band practice with Death Angel, so he couldn't make it. And then uh, Steve Smythe came in and played some guitar lead for me. And he's now, he used to be in Nevermore and Testament. Right, right, yeah. And uh, Forbidden, he's done some really cool stuff. He now has a band called One Machine. Um, and they're trying to get some touring stuff done over in London. Nice, nice. Um, and yeah, those guys came in and they just they did a great job. Oh, you know what? Going back, I think you asked me how from hell formed. Yes. So that was actually so initially I, I got to a certain point in the story and and that was writing the concept album. So um, I put together you know a bunch of musicians around here and we started doing some shows um, and then you know just. For whatever reason, musicians are just really flaky, and I got tired of it. So I decided to. That's because uh, they're getting laid all the time. That's what. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> no, they're not. Trust me. They're just flaky. <laughs> they're just flaky. Yeah, yeah that's de- it. They're I just flaky. With- so uh, after the last guy, we went in the studio and we started making this record. And the last drummer just kind of gave me some fits, and I said, "Forget it. I'm done." I'm gonna just bring in bring in the pros, and so I I knew Paul from the studio. I'd seen him around a little bit, and so I asked him if he would be interested in recording the record. And uh, this was before he had uh, joined back with Slayer. So oh, nice. while we were in the studio recording, actually, uh, we got news that Dave Lombardo had had uh, uh, quit Slayer. Yeah. And so I knew it was just a matter of time before Paul was gonna be gone. <laughs> I was a little bummed. I was like, damn, he was gonna play some shows with me, but. You know, Slayer's probably the greatest metal gig in the world, so how can you pass that up? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the so, lesson is... But uh, he came in, and I tell you, Paul is one of the coolest dudes on the earth to work with. He's just, 
super humble and the guy's just a workhorse man he he gets it there and he just works so hard his ethic is just amazing just full of talent and creativity he just did a, a slamming job and awesome. same thing with with damien damien was just awesome he came in uh you know played some different bass parts you know stuff that uh that would really complement the music. You know, in the past, you know, I, I'm sure you've noticed a lot of bass players, they just follow the guitars. Right. And, and they don't really seem to do their own thing. And this stuff is tuned really low. It's tuned to B flat. So if the yeah, bass is following the guitars, it's just it's gonna a big, fat, low noise. It doesn't yeah, really, it's, it's doesn't really add up too much. So, but Damien is just very fluent in his bass and just kind of knows what's going on. And he came in and, and, and played some complementary parts you know, on the bass that, you know, worked well with the guitars, but wasn't exactly the same thing. And that's something I was really, really looking for. Um, so that's why I wanted to bring him on. <clears throat> and then uh, Steve came in uh, when he came in to do his guitar leads. He just he just did a slamming job, too. That guy just has a grasp on melodies and can whip them out in a guitar solo, sweeping in arpeggios and just pure shred. The guy's amazing. So yeah, the, the uh, leads on that on the uh, the album are fantastic. Yeah, he just you know. So we traded off leads, um, and uh, gosh, yeah, I just uh, it was <laughs> certainly a challenge trying to play up to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I had my hands full. I'm like, oh my god, what did I get myself into? <laughs> You're like, oh okay, all right, I'll I'll do that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, sometimes like, okay, well, I'm going to have to approach this one differently. I'm not going to be able to do that. But, <laughs> yeah, Steve's really cool. Steve's actually, um, he's recorded leads for me before. He he recorded uh, a bunch of leads on my first record when I was with Down Factor, and then he came in and did a guest lead on the second record. Um, and so, you know, when, uh, when Paul was, came on board to do this record um, and Damon, I thought, well, shoot. You know, Steve is the Steve is the right man to to round this project out. So, those three guys came in and just knocked it out of the ballpark. That's awesome, man. You know, I, I, how did you actually? I mean, you met those guys. Uh, you said you met Paul at the studio. How'd you meet the other two? Um, I met Steve actually at a show way back in like 2000 or early 90s, late late 90s, early 2000. I was playing a show over at the Cocodri in San Francisco and uh, just kind of hanging out, shooting the shit, and just ended up talking. And, you know, uh, he was, you know, told me he was a guitar player, been, you know, doing some cool stuff. And that's when I found out he's in Testament. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing some real um, cool stuff. I was actually recording a record or getting ready to record my first Down Factor record. And um, when it came time to do the guitar leads, I did mine, and the guy I had playing with me wasn't quite cutting it on the lead side so i called steve and said hey would you be interested in doing this and he said sure came in just knocked him right out of the park in like a few hours <laughs> and then uh so we just you know we've you know been friends ever since been talking so every now and then we get together you know we'll see each other down at nam the uh, national association of music merchants every right, year right so i see him down there hanging out partying with all the other rock stars and it's pretty cool so you know whenever i you know, when when this came around, I was like, I need a lead guitar player. <laughs> hey, Steve, <laughs> you want to do it? He said, sure. And he came in to do it. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I know uh, a few guys who go down to NAM, NAM from here. They go down there all the time. Well, cool. And Damien, I've jammed with Damien uh, and a couple other projects. Uh, we have some other mutual friends. And so, 
so Damien and I have jammed a couple times, done some other recordings. And, yeah, he's just super cool guy. That's he's, awesome. Yeah, he's, he's way cool. I wish you could have been here. He's really funny, too. I like hanging out with him. <laughs> so uh, when are you all taking this show on the road? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask next. Well, that's a good question. I think hopefully September, October. Um, because these guys are in huge bands, like Slayer and, and Death Angel, they're already on tour. They already have tours booked. So right. I don't know that I'm going to be able to get these guys on tour. Well, I mean, but, um, but just the project in general. You know, I mean. Yeah, uh, I think in October. So I have, I have another lineup that I'm working on right now. And, um, and we're, you know, we're in the studio right now. Actually, I'm at the rehearsal studio at the moment and uh, getting ready for rehearsal. Awesome. And uh, we're going to, yeah, hopefully bring this show on the road in October. So wow. um, well, uh, we're actually planning the CD release show at the moment. I don't have any specific details at the moment. You know, things are happening as we speak. You know, yeah, phone yeah. calls earlier in the day. I'm like, well, I can't mention that yet. So, Oh, no. You know, that's, that's cool, I'll man. Be, you know, you know. So I'm going to, you know, uh, bring on some other really cool dudes to uh, go on tour with. So uh, I, I can't say who it is yet. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll have some some other cool rock stars like these guys. That'll be awesome, man. You know, um, yeah, like you know, keep us uh, keep us in Bresta when you get your tour together, man. Maybe you know, if possible, you can did come you, down here. Did you just use the word abreast now? I did. You like that? What is it huh. like? Do you have one of those like calendars that has a new word for the day? I do. <laughs> like, I do. I figured I had to like you know bump it up a little bit for this interview. Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about my zombie girls. Well, yeah, well, either one. I was going to ask if, you know, those were attached to you, the zombie girls. That was that was one of my next questions. I was like, are those are those young ladies in the video uh, just models or just people that you know personally? We won't go there. Okay, all right. <laughs> Perfect. Good answer. That's how you answer those kind of questions. So after the... Uh uh, like after you take it on tour, do you have any plans on taking the this concept album to like another medium? Uh, you mean like a video? Well, no, I mean like uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess a video would be uh, a version of it, or uh, I don't know, uh, a short film or something like that. Or you know, if I could come up with the money, I certainly would do that. We actually were started shooting a music video last year. Uh, money's just really tight at the moment, so we we didn't quite raise enough to finish the. Uh, the shoot, uh, so hopefully you know we may end up you know doing a Kickstarter campaign or something like that um, pretty soon to uh, raise some of the capital. But uh, yeah, we actually I, I met with a producer down in uh, Hollywood, and uh, he he loves the project too. And if we can come up with the money to to shoot a mini movie out of it, we certainly would because it's seventy minutes long. So yeah, you know we could stretch it out to seventy three minutes, which is a full-length movie, I think, by either it's uh, maybe it might be 82 minutes, but something like that. You know, we could stretch it out just a little bit longer and actually have a full-length feature film. But you know, when you're making a movie, you know, you're talking, you know, five hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't quite have that kind of money, you know. It's <laughs> oh come on, a, man. A music video, in and of itself, <laughs> is you know a bazillion thousands of dollars. You know, it's it's on the order of. Thirty to forty, fifty thousand dollars. So, well, you know, know, I mean, I understand that you, you, which your 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 albums a little more high concept, but 
you know, uh, the original Evil Dead was was done on a shoestring budget by a couple of guys who had no shot at making it and just decided to go full on gorilla. Yeah, if we could do that, I, I certainly would. You know, I mean, it, it, whatever budget we raise, you know, we're we're gonna take it and and run with it. Hell yeah! So if we if we get ten thousand dollars to shoot it or twenty thousand, we're gold. We we'll right. get it done. You know, yeah, if yeah. we get five thousand, that's gonna be a little bit harder, but you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll make something happen. We'll do it anyway. We'll figure it out. Stick stick figures and you know, butter knives or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, you, wait, you guys are located, and you're all in California, then, I'm assuming. Uh, most of us, yes. Uh, Steve's the only one who isn't. He's in London. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, w- you know, uh, one thing that I find interesting is that... Uh, Meth? No, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I would describe that more as blissful. <laughs> no, just um, how, whenever we have, like, a big, big metal artist like yourself on... Uh, Y'all can throw out names like of these guys from like across the the country and right. like, like what's what's the is there a metal community like uh, I don't really know how to you you, you can understand what I, I why don't you ask the question you you know what I'm getting at and I don't really know how to phrase it I, I don't know what you're getting at it's what bothers me <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I you mean, mean are like, we all friends or does well, everybody yeah, I mean, just kind of know each other Yeah I mean well, it, it just seems like like down here. I understand everyone knowing each other because we're from like a small town. Essentially, it's it's people think it's a city. But yeah, it's really you know, a small we, town. We, we run into the guys from like Crowbar down, and right. you know, I mean, they're all here. You know, it's but not I like just find it anywhere. fascinating that like you know you you hang out with and and play with a dude from Slayer and all that. Like it's 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 interesting to me that there like there is is there a community on that level or is it just you know you just happen to run into these people in recording spaces or something. Uh, I that might be a tough question to answer. I told you it's an um, I'm, I'm I mean, an awful interviewer. Dude. I know them, so you know they wouldn't just record anything. You know, I mean, I, right? I, I mean, I guess they they like the music, so they they were down to record it. Um, and I do see them walking around. You know, <clears throat> I see some of these guys occasionally at shows. I mean, you know, the Bay Area is is known for its you know big thrash players, so. We, you know, do typically see, you know, some of these guys. Like, I see Death Angel hanging out at shows pretty often. That's I'll see funny. Mark and, and, and uh, you know, Damien and Will Carroll out there. And, and uh, you know, some of the guys from Testament and Exodus. <laughs> and so they're just, they're just here, you know. That's awesome. And, and we all go to metal shows, and, and that's just what we do. Well, yeah, it, it's, then, it, it is a similar community as what it is here. I mean, if you look at it that way, those guys are from that area, so they go to that area's shows. Just like, like I said, the dudes from Down, Crowbar, uh, COC, you know, those guys, they're all, they hang out at the little bars down here because that's what they do. They go to support other musicians or friends of theirs. Yeah, see, that's that's super cool. So it's the same thing, you know. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the community is, it's it's a huge metal community, but, you know, you see... You know, you see these guys, and and they're just they're metalheads like you and me, and right, they're right. they're into the scene. That's just so damn cool, though. I got, I can't imagine going to like a a bar and and seeing the dudes from Testament just chilling out. I'm like, all right, hey, how's it going? Yeah, once in a while. <laughs> it's like, hey, that's fucking weird. It's the dudes from yeah. Testament. Awesome. Um, yeah, so- they're all really cool too. You know, most of them are you know really humble. They're they're down to say, hey, how's it going? You know, they'll talk to you. You know, they're 
Most of them aren't assholes. Once, yeah, once yeah. in a while, someone would be an asshole. <laughs> Sometimes or... you get one. Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> I run into them quite a bit. Oh, yeah. You know. And then there are other people who, who think they're somebody and they're just assholes. <laughs> but everybody knows they're just assholes. Right, <laughs> right. Are you talking about us? What? Yeah, we what think fuck, we're somebody. What the hell, what? man? God. I haven't <laughs> run into you in a bar, so not yet. But you might just be an asshole. You too. better not, man. <laughs> better hope you don't. I don't know. Yeah, we're not, we're not assholes. <laughs> we're not? Well, we were accused of being assholes all the time. but No, I'm accused of being creepy. Well, that's true. You are yeah, creepy. You, but you are accused of being an asshole. I'm an asshole. Actually, no, I am accused of being an asshole. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. see, I told you. Asshole's yeah. better than creepy. Right. Yeah, I think so, too. But he got accused. I, got, I get both, apparently. He got both of them. So. Different people. <laughs> and, and the sad thing, it was from dudes. No, no. Uh, <laughs> ass, asshole was, was the ex-girlfriend. No, but the creepy was from dudes. Yeah, creepy was from dudes. Yeah. That's what the weird part was. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they may like that out here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe we should go to LA. Yeah, go maybe. visit for yeah, a little bit, man. Go. <laughs> you can go. You have to go to San Francisco. We're over here in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm good. You alright with that? Yeah, I can handle it. Right, right, I'm good. I'm good both ways. You know. Well, I, really? You know what? That's you not know. What you what. see. You you always say the things that you shouldn't say. Now I can use that as a as a nice little snippet that you go both ways. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I said I'm good both ways. Whichever, whichever. I could change it to good to uh, anyway to goes. Oh Jesus! Too funny. Too funny. <laughs> this is why we're we're stuck in your basement. Like we don't have a basement. We just went over the water. Table you have a thing. crypt. Yeah, right. there you go. There we have a crypt. That's right. I wish those things are much nicer than a mausoleum. <laughs> Water tables. We drown. <laughs> Dumbasses. <laughs> Good God. Uh, so, um, so who were your influences when you were uh, like deciding to be a young metalhead? Um, well, my initial influences certainly were, you know, bands like Metallica and Slayer, right? Testament. Um, and then as I actually started to play music um, and kind of came into my own, I really, King Diamond is one of my, my huge influences. And That's awesome. uh, for, this, for this band, uh, King Diamond is probably the central influence for everything that I've, you know, for this whole idea. Um, I could see it with, with the story-based, you know, music and stuff. But the way oh, yeah, absolutely. Every, every King Diamond record is a concept album. So, yeah. But a lot of people don't like King Diamond. Because they can't stand his voice. Yeah. I, I love his voice. I think his voice is awesome. Grandma! And, Sorry. You know, actually, I sing in a King Diamond tribute band called Dude, Grandma. Really? Yep. That's awesome. You can, yeah, you can find, uh, I have you, to say. Sing, you can hear me singing, singing a bunch of King Diamond songs on our Facebook page. No I think shit, we're, dude. I think Grandma is the greatest band name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, awesome. facebook.com slash grandma band. Oh, dude, I, I have some videos up there of uh, of us doing doing now, some stuff off of Abigail and oh, nice. them. Now, folks, if you if you go to like find that Facebook page, make sure that you spell it grandma band with a D, not with a G, because that takes you to something very different. <laughs> yeah, grandma bang, not even not, not even close. <laughs> with a D, <laughs> yeah, with a D. You know, you mentioned uh, Metallica a second ago, and this has nothing to do with anything. But I saw this story, and I, I'd forgotten about it a minute ago. Um, this has nothing so, to do with anything, but <laughs> well, no, is it, so? So apparently, uh, James Hetfield has like posted photos of him hunting 
online and animal rights groups are trying to get Metallica's music banned from the airwaves, <laughs> which is interesting because uh, I feel like people should ban their music from the airwaves anyway. just because uh, I heard Unforgiven too. Well, no, you you, you got to hear that new song. I, I feel like I don't. You have to hear it. It's it's probably the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Are you oh, on really? Pokemon too? Stuff's even worse. I haven't heard. I Dude, haven't really listened to Metallica in many, many you, years. You know, not you since chance, the Black man. Album. I heard a couple of the stuff, the Chode and Rechode, and I thought, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pass on these records. You know, this Dude. mixes are awful. Oh no, so man! It just it wasn't really my thing anymore. Metallica stopped being metal and became a rock band. So. Right, right. You, you got if you get a chance, man. You have to look up the new song is called "Lords of Summer." That's right, Lords of Summer. That's right. They have become a Beach Boy band. They're called the. It's called that, Lords of Summer, and it it is horrible. When I mean horrible, is like it's it's. I could even get past the uh, what was the name of that fucking record with the terrible uh, drum beat. The, t- the terrible yeah. drum bing, sound. Yeah, bing, 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 yeah. that one. St. Anger, yeah. I couldn't even get past that enough. I, I couldn't either. To, to, but this is even worse than that. So this is something <laughs> like, hey, this smells like shit. Here, smell it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, me? yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Actually, that is one well, of my favorite pastime. You got to check that out, man. It's it's awful. <laughs> as far as as far as the animal rights activists, you know, trying to ban Metallica's music, in my opinion, I think the animal rights activists are just a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I do believe in animal rights, but you know, if he was out legitimately hunting, doing whatever, actually, I don't think he was hunting. Wasn't he just narrating some? Hunting video on National Geographic, <laughs> probably. Maybe so. I, I don't know. I saw the picture of him with a gun. I just assumed that's that's what it was about. I, He's like, look well, at I, look at deer. I mean, Somebody screams at him. Look at a deer. He goes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and shoots at it. <laughs> Bambi looks back at him and goes, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he's like. He's like, shh, we're hunting. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All the other hunters are like, shut James, up. shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> What is your problem? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was too good. Oh, shit, man. But yeah, dude. Uh, I, I, I actually, uh, I work for a vet, and uh, I, I get so aggravated with these these fucking PETA and all. All, right. all PETA is is is, is a fucking uh, porn store. No, no, no. That's PETA. PETA is a um, actually it's a PETA's bad. That's not even a good porn store. Anyway, <laughs> PETA PETA's just a fucking terrorist group. If you really want to know my opinion, I don't know. I I, I don't like those people at all. I just I just really wanted to make a joke about Unforgiven too. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and, but in all all seriousness, with regard to uh, From Hell, actually all that anything. Anything social, political, all that stuff is anathema to, to what we do. You know, I just want to get in and tell horror stories. I don't really have any desire to preach any sort of political philosophy or religious philosophy. Right. Hell yeah. You know, I just want to tell horror stories and let people be who they are because I, I don't care. Well, <laughs> yeah, man, I agree with you. It's awesome. It's, well, I'm, you know, let people be who they want to be, and that's, that's cool with me. Well, uh... Will the next album or several albums, or at least as far as your intention, be 
as conceptual, uh, like different stories, or are you going to try something like really different with with one of them? Uh, at the moment, uh, my plan is to write another concept album. That's uh, that's kind of what I want to do with this. Just pick a certain topic, a story, and just tell the story with with heavy metal music. Sweet. Yeah, dude, that sounds fantastic. You know, so. I mean, you did a great job with this one, man. Uh, the production's oh, really, you. the production's yeah, really thank good, you so dude. Much. Yeah. Man, everything. It was a lot of fun. It was hard work for sure. We spent a lot of hours in the studio. And Snake, do you, do you guys know who Snake is? No, I, I, uh, I did he's read the guitar player from Skin Lab. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I do know Skin Lab. Yeah, so he actually uh, came in and helped me produce this record. Nice. Um, and he just he did a great job. He has really good. Really good, uh, really good ears for you know listening to performance, and he really dug into me and you know pulled some stuff out of me that I wasn't expecting to get out. So it was cool. It was good working with him. Why are you laughing over there, man? Uh, <laughs> Just because he put something in him. Phrasing. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to think about. I had to think about what I said. <laughs> really, I'm a really juvenile person. Uh, That's okay. <laughs> it was funny. It's a really juvenile show, though. So yeah, exactly. But um, man, seriously, if uh, you guys ever get your shit ready to go on tour and stuff, dude, please let us know. Uh, we will. We uh, we're trying to do something for this fall and maybe uh, early in the spring. I'm um, actually gonna try to go to Europe next year too. So nice, nice. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to hit up the states and uh, and uh, play play some of this from hell stuff around here. So I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's uh it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of hard work because these songs are long. So yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, they're average of six to seven minutes long each. So. Yeah, especially uh, what was the one, um, the sleep. The, the That's sli- my favorite song the, on the record. Well, I mean, it's the longest one, is what I'm saying. It's like yeah, ten yeah, minutes, almost yeah, ten minutes long. For sure. Yeah, that. But that one actually ended up being my favorite song. I has, think uh, just the way Paul played that, I just oh man. Just you know, from being in in bands and stuff, and being up on stage, I I know a ten minute song feels like three hours up there well you know um so i've been training a new drummer to play these songs right now right. Uh, at least until like you know we can get out on the road i have some guys uh locally who are gonna right gonna jam with us a uh, guy named shiloh kramer is gonna play guitar for me guy named lenny silva is gonna play uh drums and i've been training him and uh we we're working on a song called the eyes of my dead the other day and uh, that's a nine minute plus song as well um, and he was a little worried about it, but I, you know, kind of went through the song with him a little bit and in no time we were through it. Wow. And one thing that like when you listen to the songs or when we play them, we don't necessarily notice that they're nine minutes long or eight minutes. They just kind of, to us, they just flow really fast and something happens after just a couple <laughs> of minutes, something different takes place. So um they don't seem to be super long songs to us and it's only when you get to the end of the song you're like wow that was a long song it's like yeah we just played so hopefully you don't notice that it's long well yeah yeah well like i said when we played on stage though like uh from the heat and all other stuff down here because most of the places we play down here don't have freaking air conditioner or anything like that 
So like with the lights and all that other crap, it just feels like an eternity sometimes. Coming from right, my, from right. my you know from my experience of being on stage with you know singing and shit. Oh, for sure. But there's also that adrenaline rush of people digging the music. And oh so, yeah, yeah. You know, I forget all about the heat at that point. You know, it doesn't <laughs> matter. We're up there playing, having a great time. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that for, boy? Um, <laughs> I had something in my head a second ago. Something you're trying to pull out of your head? Yeah. yeah. Phrasing. Phrasing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, like I said, I hope good luck to you on everything, and I hope it fucking, dude, I hope next time I talk to you, you're going to be pouring all over the place and doing yeah. all kind of shit with the record. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Hopefully so. Or hopefully the next time we talk, I'll be working on the next record, you know? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, dude, for real. So. Or, or maybe, like I said, if you guys are touring, you come down here, we can actually hang out. <laughs> Sounds great to me. I'm down with it. Do you have some hot zombie girls down there we can pull I, up on stage? I for? can I can get you some hot zombie girls like that. Because I might not be able to get my girls to tour, so I might have to find some new ones in every every place we oh, visit. Oh, actually, they, yeah, we wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, we... We, um, we know a lot of burlesque girls. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff for the burlesque They're girls. They're not fat, there. are they? It seems like the burlesque girls out here in San Francisco and California are all a bunch of heifers, man. Really? Oh, dude. Uh, for some reason, burlesque dancing is... is I don't know. I, it ha- they have shows like every week or every other week, and they all just seem to be big, giant, fat girls. <laughs> and, you know, more power to them because it's someplace they can go and get naked and have fun. <laughs> you know, but... But yeah, there there's some big ones. I, the worst I saw, I went, we had some event. I walked into a, a club and they had a burlesque show, and these two big fat girls were up on stage with really long tits. I mean, they were fucking long, <laughs> and they started titty fighting. They no! started swinging their tits back and forth, smacking each other. I couldn't believe it. Uh, well, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> titty fighting. <laughs> I mean, they would they would throw their shoulders back and forth. And we're smacking each other in the head. I couldn't believe it. Titty fighting. Wow. <laughs> it was it was pretty insane. I, I and you I'm just I, I don't know. I don't I can't even that's, <laughs> I can't even I can't even say anything about that. So I hope I hope the burlesque dancers that you have there are probably hotter than some of these. Well now we have some super hot, beautiful girls out here, but they're just not typically the burlesque dancers. The burlesque dancers tend to be the biggins. I got you. I got you. No, no, no. We we, we have some very nice looking burlesque dancers down here, and uh, cool. you know we, we do know our other girls too as well. I yeah, know. I mean you know we can pull out strippers or whatever, whatever we need. Awesome. You know we can, we can call our friend uh, Tim Lottie who will grab whatever girls. He, I, can I, grab. he doesn't want to see Lottie's dick, dude. We, that's not what he's asking for. <laughs> I'm not saying that we're gonna get Tim Lottie to show him his dick. I said we'll get Lottie <laughs> to go get some chicks. Whoa. For this young man to Who the fuck are you kidding? If if Laddie gets chicks, he's not bringing them for other dudes. I'm not saying no. <laughs> <God> damn. <laughs> Why are you gonna be such an asshole? He's like, bruh, nah, I'm sorry. No, all day. No, this, this is mine. All day. I'm this taking. Mine. I'm taking this one home all day. Getting paid and getting laid, bro. All day. Hundred <laughs> percent. We'll, we'll just have 100%. to include it on the writer. Yeah. Oh, I'll write her. Anyway. <laughs> so uh is this all you do man is it just play music or you actually have other <laughs> that's a great way of putting it is this all you do 
Well, I, you just, it does take you just quite a bit write, of write and record sure. albums and, and no, arrange no, them and go no. on tour. That is, is that it, really? I mean, is he a full-time musician like like Jack Locke is and you know different know, people like I that? Know. That's I'm all. Just, just, it's just the way you said it. I know. It just you, really... You're making me sound like an asshole. Well, wouldn't be the first time you were accused of that. That's true. So, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the majority of what I do, okay. let's just say. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I, do other, I do other things here and there, but it's the majority of what I do. Well, that's good. That's good. Because we have a few. Uh, actually, we only have, I think it was only one of our friends that's actually a full-time musician. He actually travels all over the place. That's all he does. And the more the power to him, man. That's tough. It's a tough gig, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough to feed yourself all the time. Yeah. People think it's just beer, wine, and babes, but it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of Raymond noodles and fucking Lance crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Lance crackers? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Phrasing. Raymond noodles and Lance crackers. <laughs> that sounds like two superheroes. Some awful superheroes. Well, I got, you know, we're getting towards the end of the show, man. I mean, if you got anything you want to plug, uh, Go ahead and throw it out oh, there. Like, well, so. let's see. What could I plug here? Um, <laughs> check out Death Angels, you know, last record. Nice. Uh, the Dream Calls for Blood. It's awesome. It's a great record. Um, also, check out Steve's, uh, Steve's new band, One Machine. Um, their record came out, I think, back in February, just before, just before this one did. Um, I think Slayer's in the studio working on a new record. Yeah, I heard that. I heard they um, were. Actually, I think they put up something on... Uh, yeah, it was website. called Implode. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty damn good. Let's see. I don't know. Just uh, I guess you can check out our Facebook pages and uh, our website from hell.net. Um, there's a free download of a we. I wrote a song called The Walking Dead. Um, yes. It actually doesn't have anything to do with the TV show. Um, I actually wrote it right before the show came out. Um, and it, that's just that's one of the songs that's been around the longest. Nice. Uh, but you can go to our website and there's a there's a link up there somewhere so you can go and download that song. Um, you can also you know find everything else on iTunes or whatever. And um, let's see. And don't forget Grandma Bangs. <laughs> no, yes, Grandma. That's grandma. your website, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Yeah, yeah, Grandma Bangs. Grandma Bangs, yeah. So the uh, my King Diamond tribute band, the Grandma Band on uh facebook nice. um it was funny i actually did go up there one day looking for some pictures for us, some sort of promo and they're all i was looking through the photos and there's all these pictures of all these old ladies I'm like what the hell's going on <laughs> and i started looking and people were linking they were they were you know clicking on their grandmas trying to link their grandmas saying oh hey this is my grandma in this photo, but they were linking our band to their grandma pictures. <laughs> That's a new way of advertising. That's awesome, that was dude. Pretty funny. That's awesome. People are like, hey, it's grandma, and they end up with grandma band. And then if anybody goes to it, they see me standing up there dressed up like King Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Dude, that's like, I'm sure grandma appreciates that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. That's funny. Uh, it was yeah. The first time I saw it, I I about fell out of my chair. It was it was pretty awesome. Um, it was pretty awesome. So I can't really think of anything else. Yeah, okay. just check out fromhell.net, and if you like the music, you know, tell your friends. Um, you know, ask your local record stores. Any any record store should be able to get a copy of it if they don't. 
So if they don't have it, ask them to order it for you, or you can get online and, and order it. You know, any any support that you know fans can give us, uh, you know, just help us succeed as a band. You know, so hopefully people don't download too many songs for free. You know, via the bit torrents or whatever. You right. know, because you know it's expensive and you know it takes a lot of money to make music. So hopefully. People will, you know, support us. Even that one song, you know. Yeah, anything Even that helps. one, every every song helps. So uh, you know, it's uh, you know, if you dig it, you know, help support the band and yeah. So we have a bunch of new merchandise. We got a bunch of new T-shirts on the way. So cool. Uh, hopefully, we'll be bringing all that stuff on the road to you. Uh, before okay, sure. b- before we get out of here, uh, I'm gonna play the song Soul Crusher for everybody, so they get a taste of what you guys sound like and you know all that good stuff. Did you figure out what the story was about? <clears throat> I did read. The uh, inner inner notes here, mm-hmm. saying it was about a a, a corpse uh, of a psycho killer that uh, was trying to bring a, his found his soul back in like a priest or something. Uh, it's about a corpse that wakes up in hell and finds out he has to go back to earth to find his soul that's still living inside of another body, and he's got to bring it back to hell. So Soul Crusher is the song where the the corpse is actually standing before the god of hell, nice. who tells him he has to. Go back to Earth and find his soul. There you go. Well, <clears throat> well, here's a little bit of the Soul Crusher for you. Bring his corpse before me!
Hey, Wayne, thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, dude. Look, thanks a lot, Alistair, for coming on the show, man. Thank it you was, very much. It was really cool talking hey. to you. It was great meeting you, man. I appreciate the the CD and the music's great, man. I enjoyed every bit of it. So, Hey, thank you so much. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you trying to spread the word for us. Not a problem, dude. And good luck to y'all. And uh, like, I hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Wayne. You're welcome, bro. All right, guys. Have a good one. You too. You too. All right. Bye-bye. And that was Mr. Alistair Sin from the band From Hell. Yes, it was. He was a really cool dude, man. I appreciated mm-hmm. him coming on the show. Um, uh, I don't really have anything else to say tonight. You don't? No, do you? Mm, I mean, I could talk about my Facebook situation. Really. All right, yeah. Go ahead. I don't, I don't know. You could do that. Um, I... Uh... I mean, not not many people have tried to add me on Facebook, but a few of you have, and I've been letting people do that. <laughs> but uh, I don't really like Facebook. Is where like like my mom's on my Facebook and shit, you know. So for the most part, I don't add people that that I don't know. And right, and no offense, but if I met you in a club, it doesn't mean that we know each other really, you know. Um, but uh, I went ahead and I made a separate Facebook page. So oh, if awesome. people want to add me now, that's fine. Sweet. Uh, you, know, I, you, you will see none of my personal business. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and by that, I mean my dick. You liar. You're going to put your dick on everything. I'm not laddie. No, I'm not that well hung. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, but always feel free to, if you're on Twitter, I'm at uncle underscore reb, R-E-B, uncle reb. Um, and it's the same on Instagram. I, I've been trying to post pictures from uh, awesome. from the podcast and what have you on on Instagram. I mean, we don't have an, an official MHOG Instagram, and we don't really need one because we might eventually have one, but right now yeah, we don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck we do with it right now. Ah, uh, well, you know, everybody would take pictures of their balls and put them up there. Um, Instagram doesn't allow that. Oh, they, well. they are a tit-free zone. You can see all the titties you want on Twitter and Tumblr can't see titties you can't see dick on on instagram darn i mean you know i mean you'll see pictures of james hedgefield so i guess that's as close to a dick as you yeah i'm just kidding i like james hedgefield i bet you do he's good peoples yeah yeah um but yeah i mean that's good everybody want to add add the 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 buck lightning or the uh the legendary cuddle bear and at this point we're actually all on Twitter. I mean, yeah, we're all on Twitter. I yeah. don't really use it for the most part. Um, if anybody wants to add me, I'm uh, at nutso187 on Twitter and at mhog podcast yeah. is, is as the, our as our official one. And uh, I believe it's at the rum guy is the other one. Right. I actually use Twitter. Like, I mean, up until now, because I'm not, a, I wasn't able to have a free voice on on Facebook whenever I wanted to say things involving naughty words. Right, you yeah. you ventured off onto Twitter. You, That's right. The tweet land. I submitted, uh, I subjected, <laughs> I subjected the 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 twits to <laughs> to my brand of evil twats. Mm, yeah, some of them. Yeah, some yeah, you them. are. Um, I guess that's it. Yeah, like I said, if you, if you want to have me on Facebook now, that's fine. I'm not a particularly friendly person, as Wayne will, will very much attest. <laughs> I just don't. I, I, I say shit when I have shit to say, but when I don't, I just, you know. I, just, I mean, and I'm sure people who listen to this podcast like can tell. Like, There's times when I just don't have shit to say. I'm like, all right, you know, sorry. 
Yeah, I'm not trying to be a dick. I just don't like you people. <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Um, but and with that in mind, yes, this is the end of the show, and we hope you enjoyed our guest. I I did, and I know Adam did. I did as well. And uh, actually, like I said, his music. Uh, I thought you heard the one song, Soul Crusher, was fantastic. Loved it. Uh, it's my favorite song on the album so far. That's Mr. Alistair Sin of From Hell. Yes, it is, sir. And his fantastic album, Ascent From Hell. Yes, sir. Anything else you'd like to say there? Well, I suppose that they should keep it metal. <laughs> yes. Again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of underages. What the fuck's your problem? I can't just say uh, keep it metal. It's <laughs> no, not good enough just because no. you because because you I didn't was, say it. No, I was gonna say who we were and then let you say it. Okay. God, you're such a ninny. <laughs> did you just use the word ninny? <laughs> I did. I had what to the, get I had the, to get one more in there before the, the show is ended. You in words today. <laughs> oh, stop being a something. <laughs> See. Right. Anyway, I ran out of words. Yeah, now. I did. My name's I'm your host Wayne. Next to me is the legendary Kettle Bath. And Rum Guy is absent. And just remember to. I have no idea what you want me to say. Really? No, I I know. What what are you going to say? Keep it metal. Keep it metal. Keep it metal. Keep it metal. Adieu, adieu, parting with such sweet sorrow. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>